here's the story about cheese, please. If you like your music silly, gonna get what you need. Celebs who thought they could sing, crazy remakes and kids tunes, nothing Seacrest would play. Anywhere else, these songs would be teased. But we love them for their quirks, and so will you on Cheese, please. Cheese, please. Oh, yeah, it's Cheese, please. Cheese, please. In color. Here are your hosts, Snarf Dude and Daffodil. Hello, it's another edition of Cheese Please. My name is Snarf Dude here in the van with the plan to bring you more cheese along with my lovely little co-host by the name of... I can talk now? Yes. Okay, Daffodil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're bringing you some Muppets this week. It's been a while since we played Muppets, so let's play some Muppets. Let's play lots of Muppets. Muppet songs, that is. You don't play a Muppet, per se. Well, you do when you stick your hand up inside it. You're playing the Muppet. That sounds dirty. No, 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 no. You don't do that. (laughs) Kim Henson's Muppets have been around for how long, Daffodil? Almost almost 60 years, right? He created them in 1955. Wow. So there we go. More than 60 years. There we go. We're going to play some of the famous ones You'll probably know. If you don't, we're going to remind you. We're going to tell you about the Muppets. Um, a little later on, we have the Fraggle Rock theme, Tit Willow, the Rainbow Connection from the first Muppet movie. Oh, well, I'm just getting so emotional about the Muppets. I love the Muppets. Being Green, coming up shortly, but we're starting off. Hey, you know this one. You've got to know this one. If you're a certain age, you've got to know this song. If you don't, you're about to. Put it that way. It's the ultimate earworm. Yes. Manamana. Right here on Cheese Please. Manamana. Manamana, 
Being red or yellow or gold or something much more colorful like that. It's not easy being green. It seems you blend in with so many other ordinary things, and people tend to pass you over. Cause you're not standing out like flashy sparkles in the water, or stars in the sky. But green's the color of spring, and green can be cool and friendly, like. And green can be big, like a mountain. Or important, like a river, or tall like a tree. When green is all there is to be, it could make you wonder why. But why wonder? Why wonder? I'm green, and it'll do fine. It's beautiful, and I think it's what I wanna be. Please, please, with Kermit the Frog, of course, and it's not easy being green, apparently. What, I, what can I say about that? And before that, probably the most famous Muppet song out there, Mana Mana. Yay. Written by Piero Omigliani. Assuming I'm pronouncing that right, he's an Italian composer. And uh, apparently what happened was Sesame Street producer Joan Gantz Cooney heard the track on the radio and decided it would be a perfect addition to the show. There's only one problem. She didn't do her research. Enough research. Enough research because... How shall I say it? Um, it ended up in a Swedish adult film long before The Muppet Show. Yeah, most people wouldn't know about that. Well, Google it. That's all I get to say. That's they didn't all. have Google back then. No, 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 no. Not that back then. I mean, if you want to find out more information, Google it. That's my point. That's my point. That, that's all I will say. 
But you know what? The funny thing is, it's still a Muppet staple. It is. It, it, it probably was more famous in the Muppets than the other thing. 100%. My name is Snarf Dude. And I'm Daffodil, and you're listening to Cheese Please, where we're going to talk about Muppets. Yes, and you have some more information, too. Yes, the Muppets originated in a short-form television series, Salmon Friends. Oh, Which okay. aired from 1955 to 1961. So it goes back that far? It goes back that far. After that, there were some appearances on late-night talk shows. Sure. And in advertising during the 1960s. Okay. In 1969, the Muppets began appearing on Sesame Street. That's where they took off, didn't they? They started taking off there. But it wasn't until The Muppet Show in 1976 that That, they attained their international recognition. And then the Muppet movie and some other things you're going to tell uh, tell us about a little later on, right? Oh, probably. Did you know that they also got four Primetime Emmy Awards? Really? For The Muppet Show? I did not know that. And they were nominated 21 times in the five-year run. Wow. 21 nominations for Emmy Awards. And they won five of them. And they won five. Cool. It's not just for kids anymore, too. Well, it was never really just for kids. (laughs) (laughs) I suppose. Uh, This time around, we're going to hear The Rainbow Connection, the big hit written by Paul Williams, if I remember right, or co-written that. Co-written that. Co-wrote that. Wrote. Wrote with, you know. Uh, And also the most famous Muppet song. Yes. We're starting off with the most famous Muppet song. This hit the top 40 in 1970. Casey Kasem counting down with Ernie and Rubber Ducky. On Cheese Please. And the countdown continues. Well, here I am in my tubby again, and my tubby's all filled with water and nice fluffy suds. And I've got my soap and washcloth to wash myself, and I've got my nifty scrub brush to help me scrub my back, and I've got a big fluffy towel to dry myself when I'm done. But there's one other thing that makes tubby time the very best time of the whole day. And do you know what that is? It's a very special friend of mine. My very favorite little pal. Oh, rubber ducky, you're the one. You make bath time lots of fun. Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Bovo Bodio, rubber ducky, joy of joys. When I squeeze you, you make noise. Rubber Ducky, you're my very best friend, it's true. Oh, every day when I make my way to the tubby, I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby. Rubber Dub Dubby, Rubber Ducky, you're so fine. And I'm lucky that you're mine. Rubber Ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. Hey, Rubber Ducky, would you like me to scrub your back with my nifty little scrub brush? You would? Okay, how's this? Hey, you want me to scrub behind your ears? Oh, I see. You don't have any ears, do you? Well, how about your tummy? Scrub his little ducky tummy. Ooh, he's ticklish. Oh, every day when I... Make my way to the tubby I find a little fella who's cute and yellow and chubby Rub-a-dub-dubby Rub-a-ducky, you're so fine And I'm lucky that you're mine Rub-a-ducky, I'd like a whole pond of 
Rubber ducky, I'm awfully fond of you. The Rainbow Connection with Kermit the Frog from the first Muppet movie. The best Muppet movie. Really? I think so. Okay. My name is Snarf Dude. My name is Daffodil. You are listening to Cheese Please and we are talking about the Muppets. 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 Should I do my Kermit voice? One time. Okay. Hi-ho. 
Everyone at Cheese, please. My name is Snarf Dude, the Kermit Puppet. It's not that bad. Come on. Mm, <laughs> it's not that great, but it's not that bad. Fine. Let's focus on the lesser known Muppet facts. Well, did you know which Muppet character was the one that appeared first? Really kind of the first to appear regularly on network television? I would think it would be Kermit the way Jim Henson was so close to Kermit. Nope. It was Rolf the dog. Really? He appeared in skits on late night talk shows, television commercials, and he was the first Muppet character to appear regularly on network television when he appeared with Jimmy Dean on the Jimmy Dean Show. Okay. And what year was that? Well, it was early 60s. Oh, okay. There we go. I, I would have thought it would have been Kermit, not Rolf. And in 1966, Joan Gans Cooney and Lloyd Morissette began developing a children's educational television program you might have heard of. Sesame Street. And approached Henson to design a cast of Muppet characters. Oh, so that's how it worked out. And they, Henson and his creative team obviously were really involved with Sesame Street. Yes. But Henson waived his performance fees in exchange for retaining ownership rights to his Muppet characters created for the program. Oh, there's a smart man. It absolutely is a smart man. <laughs> Considering how Sesame Street blew up and the licensing and everything else. Yes. I kind of wonder if he didn't work for Disney at one point, because Disney is all about the licensing, isn't it? Well, no, eventually, you know, Disney gets involved, but that's years from now. Yes, I know, but he sort of has the Disney mentality, is my, my here's, point. Here's another lesser-known Muppet fact. Okay. In the early 1970s, there was a segment during the first season of Saturday Night Live called The Land of Gorch that Gorch? featured Muppet characters. Really? Yes. And so, so Jim Henson went over to SNL for... A season or so. And although he was still involved with Sesame Street, Henson then wanted to create some kind of a network television series focusing on Muppets. Ah. Aimed at a more adult audience and focused largely on sketch comedy. Yes, and he moved to England to create The Muppet Show. That's because he did two pilots in 74 and 75 for ABC. One called The Muppets Valentine Show and the other called The Muppet Show Sex and Violence. Oh, jeez. And that ABC, ABC passed on the pilots. Really? And British producer Lou Grade approached him and agreed to co-produce the series. Oh, that's why he so went to England. So that's why he went to England, and that's why The Muppet Show that's... ended up being a syndicated show in the U.S. and not a network show. Oh, uh, you know, I always wondered why he went to England. Now I know. Lou Grade actually decided to co-produce it. Yep. And Lou... it became really popular because of its sketch variety format, that kind of vaudeville-style humor. Yes. And the roster of guest stars. Lou Grade had lots of money in the 70s. He had ITC or ITV, one of those networks over there. I'm so smart. Uh, with a little bit of help from you. We should play more Muppet music. I think we should play more Muppet music because I know we have lots more left to go. Well, we don't want the listener to fall asleep with facts. Facts are important. Okay. But music is more important. Yes. Like coming up shortly, we have... Tito Willow with Sam. And Rolf. Yes, but we're starting off with the Fraggle Rock show. The theme from Fraggle Rock. Since we talked about Fraggle Rock, right here on Cheese Please. Sprocket, old boy, what are you barking at? What do you see?
Though I probably shall not exclaim as I die. This is the last one, Sam. Willow. Tit Willow. Tit Willow. Keys, please, with Sam the Eagle, along with Rolf, who we mentioned earlier is the first network television character of the Muffets, who actually hit network television. Regularly. And, yes. Doing Gilbert and Sullivan. Makes me want to go back and actually see that whole Gilbert and Sullivan play or whatever the heck it is. You know. Yes. An operetta, probably. Thank you. Uh, Tit Willow. And before that, we had the Fraggle Rock theme with the Muffets as we wrap up our Muppet tribute show here on Cheese Please This Week. My name is Snarf Dude. And I'm Daffodil, and I have one more thing. Quick. Um, there's a place in Atlanta called the Center for Puppetry Arts. Yes. They have a Jim Henson wing. Oh. Which houses up to 700 retired Muppet characters. Cool. And other materials from Jim Henson Company. Jim Henson. Archives. Yes. And there's even a gallery within the World's of Property Exhibition that was held at the center in November 2015. Cool. It's very cool. Let's end off the show this week with uh, Miss Vicky and Snacker Size. Until next week, folks. Have fun. Stay cheesy. Now, a very rewarding form of exercise is snacking. It's refreshing and a dynamite way to reduce your appetite. The secret of these snacking exercises is to take lots of teensy baby-like bites instead of a few huge ones. Okay, everyone, let's snack exercise. Snack exercise. The world is yours to take. Snack exercise. And like some piece of cake, get in the mood. Get the right kind of food. And snack exercise. Now go to your refrigerator and get your exercise equipment. Snack exercise. They're gonna feel so fine. Snack exercise. It's milk and honey time. Don't, Don't you be shy. Get, get the chocolate cream pie. Remember, use just the thumb and the forefinger and keep that pinky straight. <laughs> All right, chin up, back straight, raise the roll, take a bite and chew it, chew it, chew it, chew it, swallow. Deep breath and take a bite and chew, 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 swallow. And finger lick. bring on the tray of oysters. Here we go. Grab the cone, elbow out, lift it up, and take a lick, take a lick, take a lick. Smack your lips, make your lips and napkin dab. Very good. Lick one, lick two, lick three, lick four, lip smack, lip smack, lip, lick, napkin dab. Now, faster. <clears throat> lick one, lick two, lick three, lick four, lip smack, lip smack, lick, 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 Spark that up, lick the spoon, napkin dab, napkin dab. And grasp the spoon, lift the dish, dip the spoon, take a scoop, spark that up, lick the
something is making me hungry. So, let's work out on the candy bars. For the best results, take one with plenty of gooey goodies inside. Ready? <clears throat> Remove the wrapper, raise the candy, and take a bite of weekly sample of the wacky, the warped, and the weird was produced by Snarf Dude and Daffodil, but was originally created by Snarf Dude and Moondog for Scottsdale and Production. Drop by the website anytime online at www.chezeplezee.com. I'm Uncle Skeeter, inviting you back next week as we help to spread the cheese.